This podcast is brought to you by Ideate and Execute. Do you want to drive innovation in your organization, futurize your enterprise, ideate massively valuable new products, or execute them to market? Then contact us today at ideateandexecute.com and get started. The innovation capital of the world. We're talking innovation, startups, the future. Not necessarily those and not necessarily in that order. Show number 79. And today I'm going to talk about the kind of mindset you need to have to be an entrepreneur. A few weeks ago, I talked about, I wrote a blog post about introverts. And how a number of different sources are now saying that introverts could be much better than extroverts at running companies. And I agreed to a point. I mean, introverts have a lot of great qualities when it comes to running companies. However, I suggested that while running a company as an introvert would work great. The company itself would only flourish if there was also an extrovert or two on the team. This is why most successful founding team teams include founders with an extrovert side and founders with an introvert side. In fact, your perfect team would be one introvert, one extrovert. And if you look at the history of internet startups, you will see that. You will see that combination in the rawest, smallest combination. You'll see a more extroverted founder and a more introverted founder, typically. Sometimes you'll come across a single founder, but they tend to be uh, tend to be uh, more of an ambivert, even though there's plenty of... There's, it's an interesting thing because there's not that many introvert, pure introvert founders. For example, somebody like Craig Newmark of Craigslist, I would call him more of a pure introvert founder. But most of the time, I would say it would have to be a pair of founders when introvert, when extrovert. If you could find an ambivert founder, like a single ambivert founder, that would be great. Pretty rare, though. Pretty rare. Personally, I think we're creating a generation or two of introverts. There's a number of factors in play here. There's increased use of technology, which becomes the intermediary between people. And and somebody might shoot me for this. Some people might shoot me for this. But I think there's a lot of coddled upbringing going on that these kids are bubble-wrapped. 
by their parents and protected by their parents. The other day, I got this guy came to an interview. His mom brought him into an interview. The guy was in the mid-20s, and his mom came to the interview with him. She didn't come into the room to be interviewed, but she brought him, dropped him off, and asked him how the interview went when he left. Now, I interviewed the guy. The guy was wrong for the position. In fact, he was very junior. So I sent him on his way, and I said, sorry, you're not the right person for the role. A few months later, a few weeks later, actually, I get a call from a company saying he left my name as a reference. Pretty ballsy, considering the guy never worked with me. We've disintermediated people by technology. I mean, never before. Think of it this way. Never before have you been able to use your smartphone, your personal interface device, in such a way that you don't even need to personally speak to someone before having an intimate physical experience with them. Something like Tinder allows people to have physical relationships without even really ever needing to talk or engage with one another face-to-face. I mean, there was this interesting article about Tinder and how how the users are using it to just have sex over and over and over with different people and rarely even talk. There's not even any small talk between these people. They're allowing them to have physical relationships without needing to talk, engage one another face-to-face. I mean, sociological issues aside, some of this technology is allowing for the creation of a whole new class of human, if you ask me. One who rarely communicates with any other human face-to-face, but only by technology. Apps, Tinder, Facebook, WhatsApp, Snapchat. They just sit at home or wherever they are chatting to other people, but they don't interact. If they're at Starbucks, they don't talk to the person in line in front of them or behind them. They're chatting with somebody on their phone, someone away. They're more comfortable speaking to someone through technology than they are speaking to someone directly. Even apps like FaceTime are shown because you can actually see what somebody looks like face-to-face. Nobody wants that anymore. Most communication is controlled and asynchronous. In fact, one could argue that the reason why WhatsApp is so popular is because of all of the different asynchronous communication options it gives you. So what does this mean? We're creating a generation of introverts. We've already created a generation of introverts. We have a whole cadre, a whole cohort, one of the common terms being bandied about lately, an entire cohort, a giant cohort of introverts. So if you think about it, It's, in my mind, a whole new market. A whole new market to cater to. So the question is, what kind of businesses could we create as startup founders to address the needs of the introvert? What kind of things can we do which will help them survive in this world? What things 
do they currently have issues with doing face-to-face, but they have to do face-to-face, that we could come up with a way so that they don't have to do it face-to-face. So, assuming that the general population will become more and more cocooned by technology, and therefore more and more integrated, what kinds of products and services could we translate from the extrovert side to the introvert side? You could argue that Tinder is sex dating for introverts. What other things can we replace an extroverted communication with an introverted communication for? If we simply look at all of the situations in which an extroverted person thrives in, how, we can, how can we develop services to allow an introvert to thrive in those situations? I mean, if you think about it, sales. Sales. The typical salesperson is very extroverted, right? They, they're out there, they're talking to people, they're communicating, they're building those relationships. That's great for extroverts, but what about introverts? What if you're an introvert and you need to sell? It's already out there, folks. LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter. A lot of these platforms are perfect for introverted salespeople. Now, I'm not going to tell you that it's the best way to sell. But if you think about it, think about it for a second. If you are an introvert selling to another introvert, do you really want to meet them at that mixer? No. The salesperson is not going to want to go there. And the purchaser is not going to want to go there either. They're going to want to have that sales conversation online and then eventually maybe lead to something else. But if you think about it, if the introvert's on the other end who, if the guy wanting to purchase from you is an introvert, how are you going to work with them? Right? Everybody thinks you need to be an extrovert to be a salesperson. I disagree. It depends on who's on the other side. It's kind of like these companies where they say, oh, we'll only hire a lawyer, or we'll only hire a college graduate, or we'll only hire an engineering grad. If the guy on the other side is an introvert, do you want to be an extrovert when you're communicating with them? No. It might actually work better, because once this generation of introverts gets out there into the business world, and they run purchasing budgets, they run purchasing for these major corporations, mid-sized companies, startups, once introverts are in control of the money, then maybe the job of salesperson has to also become introverted because introverts are uncomfortable around extroverts. So what kind of situations do introverts have to go into that they find uncomfortable. And we could do something to replace them. I don't know, public speaking, right? What's the number one fear? The number one fear outside of death and moving, I think it was, is public speaking. Speaking. People hate getting in front of a crowd and talking. It's horrible for them. So how do we help introverts speak publicly. I mean, you would think, well, I can't imagine how we could possibly do that. Maybe there's some way we could build a tool to help introverts do public speaking without actually becoming an extrovert. I don't know. How about this? This is, this is totally off the top of my head. 
How about bars? Okay, so think of a bar. So a bar, it's an open place. You see tables everywhere. Everyone's standing out in the open. Extra, everyone's out there talking to each other. And the introverts are like clinging to the bar or they're clinging to the wall or they're clinging to a corner. How do we get the introverts comfortable in a bar situation? Well, how about we put pods in there? Little tiny round pods, quiet pods, I call them, where introverts could recharge on their own before going out into the crowd. So let's say you're an introvert, you go into this crowd, you get all tired for talking to people, and then we just have a little pod that you can step into, almost like a phone booth. You step into the pod, sit down, it's quiet, you relax, you, you gather your energy up again, and then you go back out. Or even better, how about bars which are all pods? Where you go to a bar and you go straight into a pod and then you can communicate to people in other pods. I know it sounds dumb, right? But think about it. I would not be surprised if some of you out there, the more introverted of you out there, are going, yeah, that's not a bad idea. That's not a bad idea because I could go out and be hang out with my friends and then when I'm, get, when I'm getting tired of being so, being extroverted, because and that's what the thing with introverts, it's just, it just tires you out to be around other people. It tires you out to talk to people. You don't get recharged when you talk to other people. You get discharged. So a place for you to recharge in the bar, or even better, a bar that basically caters to you where you come in, you go into a little pod, and you talk to other people <laughs> within the same bar from your pod. I don't know. It's just at the top of my head. But that's what I'm trying to say in this show is think about the introvert market. Huge, huge market. Up and coming market. What kinds of products and services could we offer the introvert out there? How can we make their life better? That's it for me for today. See you next time. And until then, don't forget to think future. future.